0: Good night and welcome to the WTF podcast. Today we have a special episode for a specialty. Um, Most talked about football club in the world, Arsenal Football Club. Today I have two Arsenal (laughs) correspondents, (laughs) so to speak. Um, We have Marlon Hart, he is... Or Arteta, basically Arteta's son, and we have Tyrone Holder. Do um, he is he is anti-Arteta. What you can do again, just let Tyrone and Marlon, give a brief introduction of who they are, um, you know, and the footballing background. So Marlon, you can go ahead.
1: Hey good night. Um... Marlon Hart here, I was a long time Arsenal fan, second generation Arsenal fan, my, my dad supported the club. Um, my first introduction to Arsenal would have, would have been seeing him hitting his right jersey, back in the early nineties. Um, so I have kind of followed the club from, from youth all the way through. Uh, football in my blood as well. Uh, apart from Arsenal, my father did some some coaching. Like, I, I got into coaching when I started uh, in my role as, in my profession as a teacher, you know, and I've been, te- I've been coaching now for 11 years. I was fortunate to, to do a number of things in coaching. Um, I coached um, Notre Dame with Carlo. Um, I also was was fortunate to coach with the youth national teams in Barbados uh, for about five years now so that's that's pretty much it in terms of my background football
0: okay no problem um Taiwan you
2: wanna uh, sure um as 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 it was Carol I said my name is Tyrone holder um I don't have such a such of a esteemed background football-wise as Marlin, Marlin has there, um, football has always been more of a hobby to me. Um, my professional, my career professionally is in marketing, but football has always been um, my first love, to say, uh, even before... Some girls would tell you even before them. Um, it's a religious, it's a religious thing for me. I, I, I love the sport. I've always loved the sport. I used to play the sport, um, but at a very young age, I, I I got a fairly a fairly bad ankle injury, and it repeated itself, and I it kind of didn't take it as serious anymore. I stopped playing for a very long time. Um, it was decent, I would say, um, and I when I used to take it seriously. Um, but I've always followed the, followed the sport internationally, club level, and, and even locally up to a certain point, um, following the Notre Dame club from the area that I'm from. Um, Arsenal, for me, uh, it's is, is not my primary club but it's obviously the club that is most asked, I would have, um, alluded to the most talked about club. so that's the conversation i tend to have the most my primary club is um the club where my football love started is in, in, in italy my primary club is inter but Arsenal, obviously popularity-wise is is the one that you will have the most discussions about and around um to clarify i am not I don't want to be seen and known as anti architect because only in, there's only one or two people that I would be an anti architect person to. And that's people that would come to me with a heavy architect bias because to other people, I am the person defending the coach. Uh, a lot of times, most of my friends would tell you that I believe in marketer's son and there must be chances in me for it. So just to preface by saying that, so that I'm not perceived in the wrong light. But yeah, football is hobby, love, religion for me. All
0: right, so some fantastic introductions. Um, So all we will do, we can get to the main event. What is wrong with Arsenal? And I'm gonna start by asking, is Arteta the right man to take Arsenal forward? So let me hear Marlon first. Let me hear Marlon's opinion on Arteta. Wait, um,
1: I don't, I don't want to. at least like you me, said it's Arteta's side, right? But I, I don't want the. I want some like I smitten, I just want to be fair, all right. And I, I view it this way, right? If if we if we get rid of him now is a major step back for us. You know what I mean? Um I think Conte's been quoted as saying that he will not take up a team um mid season. And that's why I feel um a lot of of big coaches see the job. I think uh, we we look at the facts of the situation. Arsenal was not able to put out his best eleven. The performances that from the last few games were not good enough, right? And I think to be fair, to get rid of him now is a setback again for the club because we got a low whoever coming <clears throat> to essentially start from scratch, and then going to be the idea. Well, you know, the new coach coming. He gotta decide which of the players he like, or which clubs he favor, and then we can be saying, oh, he need another transfer window so he can bring in more players. That can be January, and then we can say, oh, um, January window, and the boy really wants that, so we gotta wait till summer. So that's a whole other year that we're willing to sacrifice. Actually, the least we could do, the, the bare minimum that we could do is give him October, which is the next um next break. The next uh, international break, and see see what what become what comes from there. That's that's the bare minimum. You know what I mean? Um, I love the club. I I as frustrated as everybody else with the lack of um, competition that we put towards bigger clubs. You know what I mean? Uh, it's frustrating for me too, but. I just i just want to be more calm i calculate what decisions we make. all right so so that's why i think he needs this these next games to really assess so we could you know we're not a shadow i don't say about um he and he for us that's just how i see it all
0: right um you said give him to october right if i'm correct yeah. right yeah um Arsenal's next four games in the league is Norwich Mm -hmm. at home, Burnley away, Spurs at home, and Brighton away. Mm -hmm. That should put me to October the 2nd if I'm correct, right? Mm -hmm. Should Arsenal lose or not lose, should Arsenal not pick up at least seven points from the next Three games because Norwich should be winnable, Burnley should be winnable. Spurs is a derby, which can go anywhere.
1: Yeah.
0: So if Arteta does not get seven points from the next three games, mm-hmm. you think that he should stay in the job?
1: No, it's it, it hard to make a kiss for him after that. Okay. Hard because you know, right now, if I if I look at the reasons now, it could be the COVID situation in the club, right, and then the other injuries, right. So we I don't think he's able to to put out his best eleven now because of the injuries and and the COVID. So I, I see in training now a, a lot of the players back. They got Gabriel back, they got um, Partey back, Ben White coming back, you know. He has a better opportunity to to put who he thinks is the best team um, on the pitch right now.
0: And I totally agree with that. However, the typical Arsenal fan, they think that their club is still a big club. And regardless of who's injured, absent, what's not. They believe that whoever they put out on the pitch should comfortably should Norwich, yeah. Brentford, Burnley, and at least compete with the Man City's and the Chelsea's. Yeah. Yeah. Although I don't believe that's realistic, mm-hmm. that's what they think.
2: Mm-hmm. Everyone yeah. hear say? from him?
0: Uh, honestly, I just wanted to get your opinion on our Arteta, especially pertaining to the next three games, if the results don't go as they should, because you say you were giving to October. You know, so that's what it asks. What it
1: asks. Right. Like, I mean, it's it hard to defend a man after we, we lose in to a big side like Man City and, and then losing to Norwich. It's hard to defend a man after that, but I mean, whether we keep him or not, it's still going to be a setback, you know what I mean? If, if you don't win the next three games, even if you get rid of him, right, it's still a setback for the club because whoever manager we get, so somebody can still be saying, well, he need a chance to get ready right? You need a, a chance to get eight one players. You need a chance to find your best 11, you know what I mean? So the best thing for 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 all parties involved is for me to start getting some wins. Because then, right now the position is, is is so so funny that you know if you don't win like the season basically done. Like, you know what I mean? It gotta be some, some miraculous revival that coming. Like, Interested to hear Tyrone on, on this.
2: <laughs> ready to you what's coming, man.
0: So Tyrone, is Arteta yes, going sir. to take Arsenal forward?
2: I get like a preface by saying initially when that announcement was made I was not for it um, I thought that the club needed uh, a more steady and experienced head given given where they were they did I find I did find that they needed a reset yes uh, some form of a reset to a newer more modern model um, coming completely away from um, Wenger. Langer era, a new model where there's a director of football who works in tandem with the, with the majority head coach, um, providing players and dealing with the contracts and such, as you would see at, like, uh, for example, Chelsea. And I, 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 I think that we needed somebody who has experience, especially with man management, because that's that I find is very, very, very important as it relates to morale and as it relates to players responding to you on the field, even if they're not at the highest quality. So, when at the point when Arteta was appointed, um, Carlo Ancelotti was also available. And to me, for me at that point, I thought it was a no-brainer. Um, where I thought Arteta should have gone, uh, where I thought Carlo Ancelotti should have come, they actually did the opposite. and. I wasn't for it, but, you know, I said, you know what, give it a chance because, you know, the guy is being healed as the second coming of, of, of football in Christ by, by, you know, stellar heads like Sam Wanger and people like Pep Guardiola. So spoke very well, you know, um, seemed to have the real, you know, good disciplinarian, authoritarian air about him. Um, and seems to have a real appreciation for the club and those are all good things. And so I was like giving him the chance and I thought it was good at the beginning, looked looked, and saw a lot of stuff tactically that I really, really appreciated. I don't have any problem with Arteta as a tactician. I just want to declare that no, um, I, that I appreciated. But then decisions that I saw started to come in made me really, really, really started to question the circumstance. Um, my, my main issue with him, as I anybody who's spoken to me about Arada um, in the past, is the management and the decision making. And on that, I can't I, I can't say yes, he is the man, because I I need to see the rewards, the benefits of the type of decisions that he makes for this club bearing fruit. I mean. He came in with three games to go, I believe, in the FA Cup. For key games against big clubs, and I believe the tactical, his tactical news, and the score that he had at hand point were hand in hand because they were like, obviously, he's new. Uh, we say something different. And he was able to come, just apply tactics, and get the club over the line. Now, when he becomes the manager, he has a lot more responsibility and a lot more key decisions need to be made. And I think that has taken a toll on his shoulders and he's not making good decisions. I, I, in fact, that's my personal perspective. I, I think when from the, and the mayor bore very bad fruit, I'm seeing, I, I ain't seeing wine, at the end of the grips, that's what, that's, that's what he's saying. Based on the decision making happening, now, I ain't seeing where any of the grapes. I'm seeing just rotten fruit. That's the truth. Uh, something as simple as, and this is just going and going into a bit more detail, this, the potential sale of Ma, Matteo Granduzzi for 10 million to Marseille, just made the French team, and could end up going for 40, 50 million dollars in, 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 in a couple of years. This is what we don't know, but this is what could happen. Uh, Same for William Saliba. And it would burn me to go through another uh, circumstance again for players that just were mismanaged by the the, the manager in charge at the time making a horrible decision of releasing the player. So I don't know if it is that he is the right man. I think that Marlon's real get up from listening keenly is not necessarily that he is the right man. I think his, his major concern is the, the question of where do we go from here? And, and I, yes, I understand and appreciate that, but I do think that there are coaches out there who can get a lot more from the squad than what is currently happening. I don't think the issue is incapable players, nor do I think the issue is tactics. I think the major issue in the club is morale, because of players' heads down, because of decision-making that has been going around in the squad. That's what I think. Because if you take a simple look, and this is where I'm going to come off so you all can continue, at the last game against Manchester City, we did not see anything from Arsenal. Any time an Arsenal football club can touch a football 36 times in an entire game, 9% Nine percent possession in a second half of the game and 19 percent overall. That that is not only being outplayed in the class. That is a complete and total lack of effort. Effort. Yes, we had a super, super player, superior team. Yes, we had 10 men. 90 percent possession and 36 touches all game for a football club of the stature of Arsenal versus Manchester City is a lack of effort. And when you get a lack of effort from a football club, that means something in the dressing room is wrong. I could put 10 players out from start from a championship squad that would give you more effort than that 90 minutes that Arsenal did. Yeah. What I can say to
1: that is that Arteta got a real funny stat that I don't like. Is, is this Arsenal has never won a game from a losing position at halftime? That was a stat I heard. And that's 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 mind blowing. Right. And I'm you know what you know like, I know that from from like the coaching side, that comes with inexperience, right? And that has to do with with youth in your teams, right? It's like it's like once you once once we coach little men, like once things going good, can't stop them, right? But once again, now like, so. now from behind sort scenario and 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 just let me say type of things that I know just frustrate people and I understand them. I right? understand them. Mm-hmm. But really studying the history of this club, right? Arteta um, was the choice I had a man like Ancelotti because he's somebody that they expected would have grown with the club if you check the history of the club arsenal has has never been rash in, in making decisions over hiring or firing managers all right the one i emory came down to to playing style it came down to um, severe pressure from 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 fans all right and, just, to, just on that note, I feel as though, even though the pressure is as severe, no, they believe so much in him that they're not going to get rid of him, right? He would have to lose every single game in this next set of games before the next um, international break for it to go that way. It's just the history of the club, right? The, the club, I mean, think about all the years. And, and, and I, I got questions on, on how people viewing this period for Arsenal. Football. This is where I wanted to 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 share some of this stuff with you guys, all right? Um, and it has to do with how we finished over the over the years, all right? So this is this is some stats that I had from transfer market. It has to do with all the place the placing uh, how we finished at the end of each of these seasons. Right, and they got some other clubs that we could compare. So we finished eighth, eighth, fifth, sixth, and they only go on to uh, 2010. Fifth, sixth, fifth again, second, third, fourth, fourth, third, right? To 20, 2011, right? If you check Manchester United over that same 10 year period, well, that's the, um, that's to do with the, the signings. Look at Tottenham. Let me look at Tottenham first. Let me deal with them first. Right. Look at that time period. I don't see much difference in the placement of these clubs, and I don't feel people just get on as bad. Look at Tottenham. Seventh, sixth, fourth, third, second. This is probably their best period. 16, 17 was probably their best period. Right. Fifth, sixth, fifth, fourth, fifth. Right. And people are okay with that. Liverpool uh, over this period as well. When we look at when we look at Liverpool, we see Liverpool's placing sixth uh from from 2010, sixth if seventh, second, sixth fourth, four. and we what, what does tell me right? And if you look at it on, on a little, uh, from a analytical point of view, it shown me that over these particular managers, right? So we look at 2010 with with um, Delvish. Right, six and eighth. That's not Liverpool's standard, so they have to move on from him. Then you have Brandon Rogers, who got them as good as second, right? But there's always been these fluctuations in performances over the years, right? And then the, the, the club came in and you saw more stability they the range between fourth and first. All right. The period of, the, the period of stability came with Liverpool from and it took about from 2010 right? So about 2016. That's six years it took for the club to stabilize after a period. And people got to realize this is this is completely natural when it comes to big clubs making transitions, right? We, we, we got to realize that we're in that type of club once again I can to go people and blow away people five love in the first three games of the, of the season. And we got to be patient and be willing not just that, oh, things are getting away. Let me fire this man and bring another one because that process can always start over and over. Right. It's, it's saying that we got, we got just realistically consolidate. That's why I agree completely with the signings. Right. The signings that came into the club are logical uh, cover in every position. They are young players that can, that can grow over them for or five years that we're talking about. Right. And I, I know that for sure this is things that that Edu would not say publicly, he was not going to say to, to uh, uh, a um fan base that we can take four or five years to get it right. But that can be the reality of it. That's exactly the reality. It's going to take four or five years for me to be leg- legitimate title contenders. Then come to the public then come to the media and say, yeah, you know, we can always try to battle up with them quick. They know. They know within themselves they can take years for, for Oligar to be at his best and, and, and give me 25 assists in a the season. Then know that they can go and find a replacement for Aubameyang. Yeah? They know that Partey need to come and and, and give you a good tr- three years of consistent football at a high level. These things, it's that time, right? And I, and I get the frustration. The frustration is completely logical. It makes sense. Arsenal is a big club. That's the way we draw the attention and the negative, right? But to get rid of Arteta now, it's to say it all right. that last year, we can take another year to, to start over, to get somebody hands dirty in the club, and then another four years for the person to start building. And, look, and look at, you can look and see for yourself. First season that clock came in, clock came if. Next season he came fourth, came fourth. And then two years that followed those two fourth plays, he won. And that's clock. That's <laughs> that's just that's just
2: how for us going. If you I pull see. up that uh just just to answer that um slight monologue there very quickly, if you pull up that just, um same thing you looked at just for Chelsea. For Chelsea. Yeah. You will Chelsea. see a lot more consistency, right? And and and, and, and like b- between one and one well, maybe. What? Where did the Marina finish? Ten, I think. between one, and ten. But, 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 but probably closer. It was on average probably between one and four for the most part. Properly run club. Properly run club with proper expectations and and expectations of excellence as well. And when you when you have an expectation of excellence, not just on the field and from the side, from the coach from the very top it must go through the club and that has not been an arsenal in about i would say 15 to 18 years that has not been an, arsenal, an expectation of excellence because we have the same manchester united was being has been going through a similar period to us but they have had unbalances with various things managers managers bad ownership, um, different circumstances they've had. But you know what never dropped? The expectations they found is that we are a big club and we should have high standards and, and 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 we should be striving for excellence all the time. That is why even with right. Manchester and his fluctuation of position, they continue to look at go to the go-to-the-market and apply themselves to the transfer market as a big club and buy players as a big club. Right. Because they expected excellence, even if it didn't come, as a result of poor ownership or or, or a bad coach that had to be changed. And now because they are if them but in the market with big players and they have now compiled the team with I guess the ownership now they they're very they're not at the point where they have to be very fan pleasing because they know the Manchester United fans are not going to stand for any BS no especially after the Super League thing, They are they're on the brink. So they're going to try to please the fans as much as possible. The only thing that they need right now, they have the squad. They have the owners who are, are creating the expectation of, of winning and by being by going to the market the way they did. And the one thing that stops them now is the coach. Same thing happened at Liverpool. Contextually, you look at the same thing. Balance between proper ownership, expectation, expecting excellence, proper squad, proper player, proper um, manager. And when they got all through it, when they got rid of the ownership, bring FSG, who, you know, if them but but the fans again, do their walking out thing, get FSG on board the correct way, get a proper coach on board the correct way, get the player, the squad as it needs to be, one. We, as, as a football club, we, we do not have to start an expectation of excellence coming from the very top. So, we can, if I'm but in the market as it relates to bringing in managers, if I'm but in the market as it relates to bringing in players, so we can continuously be like this all the time until it becomes uniform. We cannot yeah. get anybody that's saying to me, there's no expectation in the club. We just, it's just vibes. We just want to see the players play. You are not approaching. You, you don't have the mentality of a winner. That is like Hector Bellerin saying, we don't know. If, um, the reason why Alexis Sanchez couldn't get along so well with the rest of the squad is because he wanted to win too much. Like, like yeah, is yeah. the kind but of mentality. This want... kind of mentality that we have to change at Arsenal, and that's the yeah. reason for the problems.
1: I hope I, I somehow I am misleading you in the way that I don't like winning, <laughs> I was in no way suggesting that. wait, oh, wait, it's
2: wait not? Wait, I ain't saying suggest that. Right.
1: So so what I was saying, and they want you to look at the money. People that was another point that people were going after look how much money Arsenal spent in this transfer You you call you names know, like Chelsea, right? And and you Chelsea Paces, Chelsea in 2015 came 10th to fifth. You see a fluctuation. Like you like you rightfully said, between 10th and then, but they were they were always in and around. Averageable
2: force. Yeah, it
1: Right, yeah, so so then you look at the sort of money that these people shell out over the years and the sort of players that they brought in that did not work. You get what I'm saying? There were a number of failures throughout that period, right? And, and Arsenal has never had the culture of making rash decisions or being particularly... Everything, especially on the Wenger, was calculated and managed. When I go back and I look at squad, the squad that Arsenal some of the squads that Arsenal had in in Champions League the, the, the players like Theo Walker right and the and these players that that I had a no, few we know I had no future in football we know that these men was going to score 30, 30 goals a year you know what I mean and we were able to manage with smaller budgets and still compete i think that's the ideal model that Arsenal strives to, 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 to portray. to and when we let me look at that club history and club philosophy, right? This is where the fans and the club is detached, right? I, I am making no excuses for because if 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 um Arteta if Arteta wins those three games to start the season, we are not having this this conversation. We're talking about, about about title hopes and all these things, right? So regardless of your philosophy and all these things, I understand that you got to put results. Um, get results on the field. But I show you that our approach to it has seemed to be less rash than most of these other big clubs because I could go through all these signings uh, from, from Chelsea and I could call you some names that did not make it, that weren't good enough to play in the Premier League, right, but have been bought and and, and, and big money signings. All right. The jury's still out on people like Timo um, Vernon, right, we don't know if he's good or not. For, for the Premier League, but these people come in for big money. And I'm, I'm, I'm telling you that, that Arsenal and that type of club that can make the inside decisions, right? We will splash cash on people that, that proven, right? and still got years left on their contract because that logically and from a financial sense that makes that makes complete sense from a financial point of view. The period is going to be difficult because it is Arsenal's philosophy to be more calculated than these other clubs. And that's why asking for patience and I Other run.
2: clubs winning. These other clubs winning. And it's not just I mean, you can say it's you can put it down to money and say well, financial doping as some people have. That's fine. Now you understand that totally. And we don't want to be rushed, but we can as we continue to build, other clubs continue to win. And they will keep winning and we will keep building. And I'm gonna be gonna be just uh, a, 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 a parallel circumstance. I can be come that and continue to run until until Roman Roman get bored or the sheet or the um she get bored at some point or, or FSG decide, you know what well, we don't want club no more and bring in somebody else and, and go back to being a fluctuating club. They have an expectation of excellence and we we our issue is that we do not have that. We we can compete with these clubs financially, we have the ownership to do it. If they had the expectation of excellence at the very top. Then it would go all the way through the club because they would oversee the club to make sure novices are not running the club into the ground the way how roman does because right. look look at how marina right now in the transfer market you can't you have, look at say everybody got to look at marina and say this woman is a boss boy roman creates an expectation of excellence at chelsea because he is directly involved his money is involved this is investment we do not have that, so that we have a ownership who is allowing the club allowing comfort FC I, I got, and I got, for a long time I, I got different <laughs> I got a different whole point
1: of view on, on the ownership that's a that's a completely different argument and it's a reasonable argument that you you make, right and the thing is I could I could come and talk about philosophy and club things but if everybody else splashing in cash and getting success then it stands to reason <laughs> that got to be a a, a, a a means by which you get success as well. Right, and and the ownership has been a problem for for Arsenal for for years and years. And I feel as though, you know, um, on one hand, if we get new ownership, that are willing to give us over three transfer windows, four hundred million to spend, and 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 get some quality in. That is that is you know on one hand, but what comes with that is that we gotta be then. On a search for coaches, and, and then the question remains again how long do we give a coach to get a success? You know what I mean? Like, what is he measuring stick for your success? You give 400 million, how much time you give you to to win?
2: That's all, right. all that's contextual. All of that is contextual because if you have an expectation of excellence, when I come and say, I expect to win within three years, this is going to be your budget, then I'm going to give you everything that you need to win within yeah, three they- years, you have to win. If you don't, if you're not on a trajectory to be gonna get rid of you, wanna bring yeah, it. If you apply the logic to any other business place, you get that same the same results has to come. I expect X. You're not giving me X after invest 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 weight in your development and your um, productivity, and you're not giving me it. that I can get rid of you. That that's, happens in any business that, place.
1: That is true. That is true. But football, footballing math,
2: right? Football,
1: footballing accounting numbers. Football ain't just financial numbers. Football got a lot of factors that affect results, like COVID, <laughs> like like things that are unforeseen, like 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 um, the opposition team and how they behave and how they play and and referees and and bad decisions and these things. All these things affect winning. You get what I'm saying? And and I I have a lot. What yeah, respect for your winning? Place. Huh?
2: But the same people with an expectation of excellence are winning.
1: Right, so the so the question I I, I that that comes out of all of this is, what are are we open to changing the philosophy of the club of bringing young players in and developing their young players and giving them a chance and maybe if they get twenty five signing up for X amount of money? We are going away from that philosophy, right? That brand of Arsenal um, football, or are we gonna splash the cash like the rest because we just want it. That's the question that we just got.
2: But two things can be wait. A good friend of mine, just to give him a shout um, out, Kimoi, is always there. Two things can be right at the same time. It can t- it can happen. Two things can be right at the same time. You can bring. You know what happened with Thierry Henry, for example. When he came into Arsenal, he came into Arsenal and saw characters like 20 items. and then yeah. then he came in and took on that level of wanting to win, wanting to excel. And he was then surrounded by people like Patrick Vieira and then coming up directly under them with people like Fabregas. So when all of that top level quality, attitude and character was removed, Fabregas was, was probably the only person left who had that experience of, of excellence, that very top, very top level of expectation of excellence. And when he looked around in the club, he had a lot of men that were very technically good good football players but you see that winning mentality and character yeah, right. that you know, that 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 real dogged attitude to want to win A lot of, none of that was in this squad anymore men yeah, can, right. and and, so and challenge them
1: right and, and that's it and we keep noise for all these men that were supposed to be leaders and free club and when these men get to the right age and they're supposed to to be the leaders in... they their men left on their own their own accord why you... you... <laughs> because because they meant then, then was the, if you, if you look and you give a man a five big what when you get Captain 21 or something, we made him a club captain, right? He went and, and went a World Cup and come back and decide, you know what, I want I won't go back to Barcelona, right? After you met all that initial investment, right, the expectation has to be that. You come, no, and you and you be that man, you be that leader, and you create all these things. Every time he he left, every time somebody came to Israel I remember Nazri and these boys that we investing, uh, and remember and Percy that we investing, that we that we nursed back to health, countless times, right? And these people went on.
2: they going did. Yeah, but we
1: be we, we still
2: Can we, we win? When will we at win? least Terry, will give you something. Goodbye. Alright, I get into Jack here, here for a bit. Something. I get into
0: Jack here for a bit, right? Uh-huh. Um, to speak to to Tyrone's point about when Henri Kim was Tony Adams
2: and um, I think about four was there, right? This um, one the next third person, right? Right. So, you yeah. know, they were
0: winners back then, right? It was Arsenal mm-hmm. and Manchester United,
1: hundred percent.
0: You know, Liverpool was
1: competitive.
0: Uh, more than lately, shambles, Chelsea, shambles, you know, and Man City w- was playing into Total Cup. You know, so these teams
2: was Premier League.
0: are that, and you know, these teams they had any uh Russian billionaires or millionaires
2: a uh, uh, so. mm-hmm. pump
0: money in the club. So <laughs> the Arsenal business model at the time you know, I was working, I had them competitive. It was just Arsenal and Manchester from what I remember. You understand, with the emergence of these millionaires or billionaires pumping money in these clubs and Arsenal owners not following suit or doing the same thing, right? It, for me, in my opinion, it is always going to be hard for Arsenal to compete with the likes of The Chelsea's, the Man City's, um, the Liverpool's, the Manchester United, right? Um, Tyrone said earlier that Manchester splashed the cash until they got it right, you know, with the players, right? That is not Arsenal, so I agree with Marta. Point. That's not Arsenal. That's not Arsenal still. Um, Chelsea is doing it. Chelsea spent like $75 million on Maratta. 70 something on Havertz. Havertz got like three goals on forces for a season and some. Um, $57 million on Chilwell or left back. I think another $77 million on Warner that ain't get uh, more goes on Giorgino. So, like, these teams got the money that they can spend and if it don't work out, don't dig nothing because they got the money. Obviously, the, uh, these teams are sell players
2: to offset the price. It's very good. I'm happy you said that.
0: Honestly, I do not think that Ars- that's does Arsenal business model. Um, I remember players like Adebayor left, um, St. Henry All of these men come in for the cheap. I went for more money than obviously they came in for. Right? Um, I can't remember ever, ever in my life, Arsenal spending this amount of money in transfer window. I always knew Arsenal as a club. You know, going to identify this talent, get here for like two, three million. Next couple of years, so you offer like 25, 30 million. As the case with uh, Van Percy, Fabregas, you know, and many other players. Uh, honestly, I I I don't think Arsenal can ever compete with these clubs if these clubs continue to spend like how they spend and continue to all oh. these wages.
2: We're not going to have great points, but the fundamental thing is, my, my point is, the expectation of excellence comes from the top. Arsenal's ownership has the capability of doing it. They do not, they choose not to do it. So, so when we continue to say, oh, Arsenal philosophy is and defy talent and develop talent at XYZ and we can continue right, to, to, right. to be a club, if and are not batting in, in yes, finishing. It possessions
0: yes i understand Other it. Clubs
2: get in by doing what they do and we can continue to build and develop and everybody continues to criticize me because our ownership does not have the same expectation of excellence that the clubs are spending yes, the money I have don't. and we can do it and choose not to do it but, but, so, so,
1: so you see with like Barcelona for example right this, this is what you feel right see that money spending they come, come to a point where that money spending Ain't gonna work at all because sometimes ain't gotta pay the paper. Exactly. <laughs> these men got bottomless pits of money. And and, and we going to ask ourselves now, I mean, you gotta decide, you just want not win. And this, this is my thing with Chelsea Chelsea fans, right? A Chelsea fan won't win at all costs. He ain't care, spent 800, he ain't care, he just won't win, right? But I've always tried to watch football from as a purist, right? doing it the right way, you know what I mean, uh, giving youngsters a chance, that's the only reason I, I love it, with Arsenal as a club, right, and, 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 and I got to understand and appreciate that that is not, that may not be the way in this modern time that you win championships, and I, as a fan of the club, I am okay oh, with man. that, right, I buy my jersey still, you know what I mean, I support sure. the club still, but... All right. That don't mean, however, that I, I, I settle in for, for average, I demand just as much as anybody else. But I don't think the, just buying success like that is, is sustainable and it's not, it's not,
2: guys. What goes back to that. I gotta use Chelsea again, you're talking about buying, but the woman does an equally great job in selling. That's when you have a uh, properly I don't run club, I, I know, bro. properly run, she doesn't what. Tommy of year a for forty million dollars. A woman took us to buy for thirty.
1: Yes, that's seventy
2: million already. So you never buy money spent. Seventy million dollars. So he he $70 million? No, I'm just showing you an example of two players. He's never met I am by his his sure that he's met my easy amount. Huh? We gotta look at numbers. When you look at, go and do it. I bet you that they are close, or, or is a very small loss every season. For this if season, if they make a loss at all, for
0: sure. For this season, for sure. I know he's made about the money that he spent on Lukaku.
2: Oh, I with young players, with loan players, they do that. Liverpool that's a great job as well. telling players. But, but even Arson, that, oh, I say, was, I say it to you, yes, but it to you, you, you have
0: to have the players mm-hmm. to sell. You so
1: go about the quality to proper. sell. We, we were, we were not. We, and I, I would have shown, I would you before that we, were, we were not been saying this about Liverpool or even the same Chelsea. Means I hear you, just now. You, you
2: cut out, yeah. Go ahead. I mean yeah, I, wasn't ahead, anything. Uh, uh, I wasn't saying go ahead. I wasn't saying I was Go ahead, go
1: ahead. Um, right. We were we were not we were not saying this about those clubs five or ten years, five, five to seven years ago. It's, it's a process, it's a process where them is gone. You just go say all right, this is the model that we're looking at in the short term. Let's see if it works, let's make adjustments and go from there. Right. We we had stability when all the things that we were fluctuating. We had stability on the wing. men will say, Oh, we didn't win in this or whatever. And it was true. We made FA Cup, something, and it was not enough. It ain't going to ever be enough because we, we are custom uh titles, right? We're that type of club. And I understand the frustration. Like I always said, I understand the frustration of it. But then the model started to shift in world football where people realize, yo, I could cut the line and I could just buy other people's talent. And that's where it's gone, and that's where we have failed to adjust. And you make the point that it's come from the ownership, right? But we got these type of fans, right? Where if we spend that 150, you talked about it just now, the money that spent on, on Timor and Kai, and right? If we spend that money last season, say that they, those two players came to Arsenal, right? Mm-hmm. And one for 72 and one for 50. And then men had the amount of goals and assists that they had in the first party of the season, right, without the Champions League and all of it, We are Arsenal was, fans going have kill it. was hoping me.
2: nobody forgot that. I was hoping that nobody forgot that. Kyiv Averick and Timo Werner won the Champions League. I was hoping that nobody forgot that. Right. Okay, right. go ahead, go ahead.
1: So up to half in the season, wh- wh- how do you think Arsenal fans would it behave? If, if their men wasn't banging in the goals, if their men, they had a run in the Champions League, if their men didn't change management, midway in the season. and they weren't fortunate enough to have somebody like like Tuco available, all these things is things that got like football, football in a the map, they got luck, they got timing here. And that's just how players, players is bust because of luck and timing. Players is got to be
2: ready, I, fit, they will tell you and this. lucky that I, somebody I can guarantee you if Chelsea if as you just said Arsenal had bought those two players and at the end of the season we did the same at Chelsea and won the Champions League. Nobody would say anything. How much goals pay score? I don't
1: care. Kai Havers won the Champions League. You, you make a score. He won it with
2: the, same, with the same players with another 500 million behind him. <laughs> Kai Havers won it. <laughs> you, you, you buy players to get success. Your success is to win trophies. Kai Havers so, won the Champions League. He won, he won the Champions League, but he ended up with him. So. He get more goals. But, but, um, that don't matter. Of course it that matters. 11 people on the field. Yeah, but you, what I'm saying is, you're you are saying the club buy these players. Those players were on the field and they won the Champions League. They didn't buy the players and they were on the field and they didn't win anything. That is That that I could understand. But not if they won, if they got success at the it's, end of it, man, purchasing those even, players. It's not even just that, right?
1: It's that the next the season with one manager, one, well, firstly, Tuku had to be available, you know. Tuku had to get fired. For, for Chelsea to win the Champions League. You understand how lucky you're going to be to have a coach at, uh, that was ready, that had experience in Champions, that just went to a, a, a Champions League final to then come out and be available to go on a team that was right, right? And I it, it was telling people I started the season, yo, um, Lampard got a big horse and he can't get right. That's all it was saying when it comes to Chelsea. Lampard can't get that horse ready, right, right?
2: That was obvious.
1: And he meant and he may find a jockey. Like, like, what's
2: the chances of that? How you how you can calculate it for that? But well, you gotta be. But again, 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 it goes back to my point again. That is a club that's properly run. When you have a properly run club, you make your own luck. You now, if Arsenal, let me say Arsenal now, had a mentality of Chelsea, if Roman Abramovich was currently running Arsenal and doing like people is always bringing money forgetting that, The crank is probably richer you Roman Abramovich. But anyhow, if was Chet, you know. You know who would currently be Arsenal coach? Antonio Conte, because he is currently available. And you got a coach that no finished if twice at a stuttering, stuttering, stuttering dressing room that no give thirty six touches of a football over ninety minutes. Thirty six. I,
0: I, I don't think. I don't. I th- don't. I don't think Conte would uh, would be coach of Arsenal F. F. When Abramovich was was.
2: Roman Babamish would get rid of this the current owner? regime and bring in yes. somebody that will give him what he wants to not end of the Conte season.
0: after what Conte told him. At his, um,
2: talking, I ain't talking style. about history, having a history at Chelsea. That's, I'm giving you a contextual argument. I, I ain't telling you about Roman and Conte history. I'm talking about the style of ownership. Right. If the style of right. ownership was at Arsenal right you now, Antonio yes. Conte yes. would be at Arsenal. Yes. However, so don't say that is not the available, etc. That is, et cetera, et cetera, that
0: is et not arsenal, arsenal, arsenal owners don't spend that
2: type of money. That is not, no, not a bad
1: thing. Not a bad thing.
2: Can so, get a beer they do not have an expectation of excellence. That is simple. I, I ain't telling you that you're wrong. I'm just telling you you all have to recognize the expectation of excellence comes from the top. If it is so not clear, saying, that it is come for FC, if it's come so for FC... Saying,
0: that because that the the owners of Arsenal spend the money wisely or don't want to tell had the money it is
2: not about splashing every the cash. It is not about splashing the cash, it is about ensuring your investment is you, you want to get you want success. Mm-hmm. Your success is to win trophies. That is what success brings you. You brings you greater commercial deals and all of that. That is what success has come from in football. But you are successful more tell you, the more you Who tell you, tell
0: you, want. Tell so you that, right? That that the Arsenal owners wants they to see a profit at the end of the season, regardless and of you really come underline my point No, You can come, come underline my
2: point you No, know? you mm-hmm. you know? It is comfort FC that you underlining my point. If your goal I, is I, not I, success, I your goal is not success, you are yeah. not going to be interested in unless what well, you see ten dollars profit, you good. You ain't care, you ain't want success. Roman Bamovich wanted obviously that, that
0: is success for them
2: that yeah. is successful for, for the Arsenal owners so then that's that then, then That we could exactly be waste time and that's exactly what's happening that is exactly what is happening
1: we waste every time and
2: no
1: no no the, the, the argument about the owners remember we were talking about Arteta, right and i and and, and I, I take the point i take the point that everything is start starting talk. And it's, it starts with the owners and the owners got at least, at least, least appear to want better for a club, right? And they do a horrible job of even seeming to care about a club. And I take that, right? But I mean, on, on the case of what's put out on the field, right? They got first thing we gotta accept that the Premier League is hard, is is a challenging league, right? And even more challenging when you when you put in the type of money that is spent. It, it, you got tell with Chelsea. How much they spend on, on the keeper, Keppel? How much they spend on him? Probably seven, 77 seven, million. million again. I mean like 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 for real. Like like that's what we competing with, right? And and if you're saying the only way that the management or or not the management, the, the, the ownership could show sure, that they really love the club is if them could could, could spend money on players that we know their name and we know how much goals they were scoring in the top top flight level. I mean, that's a little that's a little difficult,
2: right? And and
1: it, and and it's difficult because it's not in line with the
2: philosophy of the club, right? And it may not in line with the philosophy I mean, club, or it's not in line with what them want to do. What they we actually have want never, to do. They spend five billion dollars to build a stadium for the earlier rounds. So it has to be. You sure it's not in line with the philosophy of the club, or were them actually willing to, to take their money? I can't speak for for ownership investment. You probably, are going to assume you start table already. I can't speak for. I can't speak for these people, but I
1: mean, I'd say I say that in
2: ownership investment, they do not care. And then once they don't care, anything goes. Just like what I do the say interview here the other day. Oh, you yeah. don't have the expectation. Pra- Vibes FC. I
1: know what I, I could I could assume what he was just saying and I, like from a coaching standpoint. Because if if you say anything, if you say any date, create pressure, yeah Any position, yeah, complaining regardless, right? But I can say this as a coach. I we, we have beat Man City, we have outplayed Man City with what I thought was a team that was weaker than Man City, right? So I know that there's something there with Arteta, right? We beat the same Chelsea albeit with a poor manager at the time, which shows me that there's something there with Arteta. Arteta has
2: made key
1: mistakes, right? And we got realized with the teething with of a, a manager, whether, whether experience or not, all right, we could go back to saying we can look at Ancelotti's season last year, and we can see that he still made mistakes throughout that season. He had a good run at the start, yeah, he was but in top it, it, it four. Ten. All right, and he wheels fall off, and we got to realize that this Premier League is a hard league to win, in. right? And, and and Arsenal is not ever going to get back to that point where we can blow teams on the water, We can we can mash up the bottom half of the table. And then we can. Back, it, it's going to take time, and we and we just. I mean, Arsenal was never the team that, to, what? to repeat. We said huh?
2: Arsenal was never the team to. We said there's no Arsenal was never the team to.
1: Was never. I, I said it was never, but I really meant we was the team before to blow the bottom half of the table. Oh,
2: right. I was. I told you said it was never.
1: I mean, we we was used some to match uh, against small teams. Exactly. I you know Blackpool and them things that come up. We can beat them twice. Right, but we see that with, with advances in coaching and, and, and fitness and thing, we got teams like Burney that starting to press people high at the pitch and thing. And you tell yourself like what like like football going up and it's difficult and, and the process can take time. Whether Arteta is gonna be the guy um in next 10 years, I don't know. I really don't know. But I, I personally would not like to be mid-season, hands in the year I mean know you know, but, you know I mean, who's the manager? come in and players and split. it's not gonna be I I the best best scenario for Arsenal right now is to just win the next set of games, not even next set of games. Go on a run here now to restore some faith in any in, in club uh with the fans to build our connection.
2: I would love First, that. Uh, uh, let me ask you this. Let me ask let me post I can post you the same question that was posed uh, I do. What would you say? So the expectations really really What would, what would for you personally as a fan? Given Mm. your point of view and perception of the circumstance, what would be acceptable for you? Uh, Let me say say the squad remains 80% healthy because obviously we only play in Premier League. The squad remains 70-80% to healthy. What would be expected of the club as an EPL finish? As an
1: EPL finish? Mm. We got to better and we come last year, right? But I mean they got so much variables involved. We gotta look at how other people one
2: eighty percent fit eighty percent fit squad.
1: What first, I was saying first. I was saying it got to look at look at other clubs and how how good Man my city is or how good Liverpool is, right? I can worry. I ain't get I ain't get home, don't worry about it. Right? Okay. I um out of the top four teams, out of your out of your city. We got beat, we got beat we got to get at least four points from, from, from four and then top six teams. So, Mayu, we got to somehow get four points from them, right? We, we got to look at six points from Leicester, right? And even if we drop points in mid-tables, how we play against those big teams, for me, important. You we know saying? I don't just mean playing. I mean, when we play a good game, we lost one of them, like actually getting points for that big team's important. And we can't finish in the game. All right? If he comes six, I think we have done well. Six. I think six is reasonable. And and we need to get four points from like a Manu. We got to look at some whole game. Uh, a point or three points from a Chelsea. We got to look to not get big from oh. a man city and they're happy with that that's realistic to <laughs> because but, we are but, proven but, that we could be the weaker team the lesser team and still get points from them I mean, we make
2: point. okay. so yeah. if so if is completely unacceptable for you it, if i'm like, lower
1: i won't take it if now i won't take if. okay not okay. again not yeah I tell, I I be I don't want I don't want special, uh I I want about either way. I, I wanna be fair, right? And I think like seeing it as a coach too, you've got to realize that, you know what I mean? They got so much things that you don't consider. And how other teams play is a, is a major factor, right? Like we see teams butting around third and thing, and then you got the two teams ahead of them drop points. You know what I mean? Or have a batter on themselves and they use get real and used being first, right? They got a lot of variables surrounding it. Like you can't really see it well
2: whatever. but i I was trying to understand what you meant when you said our position depends on how other teams play it. It's that's yeah. difficult for me because not, not, not if, if an aspect, if your personal expectation of a 80% fit team, yeah. I think, mm-hmm that all has to do with what you expect from the court should be able to do an 80% fit team where, mm-hmm. we, where we should finish. I don't want to see how, how what other, other teams, teams do come, but what for other example, affects that.
1: For example, like if we got, if you but if Liverpool and Manu play each other twice and they draw each time, that means that instead of getting, one team getting three points and running away, both get one and they're a lot closer to you. Right? So that's why it's analyze the table. If, if the top if the top four or top six beat up each other, like one team dominate all the other teams, that team's going to run away, right? But if they're drawing or they win one at home and then lose the other one away, then this be a lot closer to you. So that's matter, matter in terms of, of your points and your positioning. So that means factors that you should look at. Like, like when, when Liverpool was dominant, Liverpool was beating everybody, right? Mm-hmm. So you can't, you can't possibly say, well, or I gonna hope that when Liverpool coming me will get a draw because you know what's our move Liverpool was in, right? And you know that nice. it was really second, third, fourth that he was trying to compete uh, against. But really, league more competitive, and, and second drawing with with third and third drawing with fourth and fourth drawing with second. Then you know it's be a lot closer and reachable to get to the top.
2: So if we give away top four, which I which I've done, um, City, United, Chelsea, Liverpool. Football, I, think, I think that we've got to be concerned with Arsenal. We've got to be concerned with West Ham, Leicester less, less City.
1: You're going to like EFT, you know, right? How, 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 how is
2: that? That's on real you know,
1: going to I I I just think that we should get
2: six points for their teams. <laughs> like, I, I think so. <laughs> I think so too. Is, but the reality, is, is a reality. Six when I
1: look at West Ham, i just be like, "Yo, West Ham, I get lucky to score one year. right?" Uh, but that's our so mindset I that I I can't so to I expect know. from 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 Arsenal team because I be real with you, right? The got,
2: the got. That's far as far of a mythical type of mindset, now to have with this Arsenal team. Yes. I I, wait, I personally wait, believe that if our team is 80% fit with, a, with the mentality of the squad, right, we beat them kind of teams. We we, under, we underestimate those teams now as well, but to say to say the least. Yeah, but we should beat them teams. But I can't say, if I, for example, now, I can say, all right, we might beat Norwich or two love or so. But I can't tell you, I cannot tell you with my chest, Arsenal is going to beat Burnley. they at home. I can't tell you so with my chest. We're playing at home. Norwich so is at home. Norwich is probably over um,
1: here.
2: I cannot tell you with my chest that Arsenal is going to beat Bernie, Marlon. Mm. That's mm. the truth. And if, you, if you're telling me, you yes, we're chest, well, fair enough. I can't tell you so much as much as I would want it to be so. Yeah, but we got,
1: we got, but I remember look, we dropped some points there to some games. We got a lot of bad calls and things. If I say a Bernie game, we, we are not drawing our game away when a man hands the ball, Papi had a man of the dead, man hands the ball in boxing, man, never get getting looking, right? And that means these
2: are things that I find that's happened to Arsenal. And, and like things that don't happen to other people is happening to Arsenal. Sure, I think it has, I think football fans in general see that. I, I, I don't know if it's true, because I just feel that way too, but I just try to be balanced and say, I just hear every other right. football fan saying so too. So it's like people is just maybe got. Bias perception, too. So, I don't know if it's actually true, but I, I just kind of feel that I same way.
1: Well, I ain't gonna lie, right? I can't hear ready for a man that irrational and thinking, you know, Carlo, I got for, for, I can for whatever. It was cool, ridiculous man, like, I can talk nonsense, but, but this or whatever. But I, I feel like your man was fair, your mind Tyrone here, yeah,
0: for the most part. Uh, um, <laughs> honestly. Might have some questions. Yeah,
2: when I wanna,
0: when want I ask
2: the questions. I wanna answer them before we can ask the questions. We take, we take over. Take over. Yeah, sure okay. But I have no I I still want. I still want. I still want, I still want Martin's perspective. I sorry. Didn't get into it. Um. During, during the meeting, matter. What is your perspective on decisions like? Yeah. The non annulment of class matches contract and starting two games straight, especially one against the the grand-duty situation, the Saliba situation, uh, all of these type of decisions that kind of I think brought down the morale, maybe, or even affected the the, yeah. the will or the effort for the team holistically. When you see certain things, because I've been around footballers, I mean, I've been around football teams like yourself, or maybe Carlo, but mm-hmm. I've heard footballers talking, I think footballers see. Certain things going on in the in the team and people getting favored and yeah. certain things happen to people that ain't happening to others, that yeah. affects the team holistically and I believe yeah. in my heart, strongly that that is the circumstance at Arsenal right now. So I just want to get your, see your perspective on certain things.
1: I just feel a number of things. One I feel is that first thing is a professional, right? Is <laughs> a professional and you gotta carry yourself in that, and that is not just when things like going good but when are not going bad too. I, that's what I feel about it, right? And 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 I, hope I don't come across, like, you know, I somehow, you know, favoring Arteta in this. Right? Um, Arteta made some strange decisions. I I can get back to, to what you was telling me about first. Like, like, the in-game stuff for me, like, when we're playing in, in a, a semi-final, a Europa, and you sub, Aubameyang, and not put on an extra strike. Like you you put sub Obama for a strike and be chasing a goal. Like that blow my mind. And that has bothered me more than how Gwendozi get on off the field. And my thing with, with young players, like, yeah, we keep noise, oh, this boy should left and we should keep this buddy level. But that's be 50-50 with these players. Like any player, first thing is be only an injury away from, from not making it ending his career, right? And and I'll give you an example. Let me think of that and the seventeen team that won the World Cup for England as an example. Everybody would have expected that those boys are now the hottest thing uh, for England because they should be coming of age. Them boys will be 21 now. We only know two of them. We know Phil Foden and we know uh, Jalen Sancho. That's this whole football sport. Get what I'm saying? So that's two. To, uh, uh, right. Well, I mean, based on their work, I mean, you would have said that them is the best and the south it in the world only to make it, like make it at that top, top level. So development, funny like that, because you need, you need not only to have the right amount of games and the right es- amount of exposure, but you just got to be lucky as well. So when men keep noise about Saliba, it's been like, mm, you know, uh, it, could, it could either be the greatest thing that we ever had or it could be the worst thing. It's too early to say right i see granduzi made the national team well done to grandnduzi but two years ago he was at first country club nobody can say yo this little man made a world beater nobody say yo boy he going work at 2022 nobody was gonna say that so he benefit from Arsenal in he says that he get opportunities to play games consistently and he got on to do well so i mean for me ain't really a loss ain't really, like it's good 50 50 and that's just how development of players is score cool. You Know what I mean? Um, if you can tell me now about the money we spent to get Saliba, that's a whole different kind fish, of there because yeah, if you can yeah. spend the money to get the boy, that means that you got uh, more than average interest in, in his abilities and we can bring to the club. And if you can spend that sort of money on the boy, I think,
2: um, you should play or give you the a chambers chance. Chambers are holding in the squad as well, still. exactly. Exactly. Uh, also, the you thing? It's kind of like you still got. Mohamed El Nani, yes, he can rent a brick wall for you, but then he can pass for your ball. Um, okay. You got, you got, um, you kind of jack was in Marina for a whole summer I, can't, I ended up with an improved contract and then a red carrot afterwards. So yeah. <laughs> like, these decisions just drive me crazy. These decisions yeah. would drive yeah. me crazy. I, get, and I, get, I think I get, that these decisions have driven the yeah. players that are so crazy. And that's what I think it was vibes when he landed and he was well, a um, fresh year tactically. But then yeah. over the course, I, I feel yeah, like some, something happened with the club. Like rubbing a lot of people the wrong way. The
1: Ozil, the, Ozil, um, the Ozil decision was so weird because I remember that Newcastle game, we beat Newcastle for love at home and Ozo was flying. You know, like, Ozo was sharp and like we dominate Newcastle at home, right? I couldn't swing out on the team, right? And then tell myself, boy, it can't be the football stuff because you play them every single game up until that point, right? So he made some comment online about about uh, Muslims in, in, in China. Yeah. And then and like, it got to be some sort of politics that, that playing in there, it don't make sense. Then you get rid of the man, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, you really taking- don't know, that's why I won't watch this documentary so bad. An Amazon documentary because I hope I hoping that it explains a lot of the nonsense that you see. And you're right, there's a lot of strange things that's happened. And it's oh. been happening from, and I, I will tell you why you think they get rid of Emery so fast, because I know like Wenger, for example, in press conferences, I used to watch every single press conference. Wenger's, Wenger's one of my idols, right? You just put out there. Right. Um, Wenger will always defend the club, right? always put his neck out and say, well, this. I remember an interview with Emery, and Emery was like, oh, we don't have any money to buy players. And I was like, yeah, whoa. But yeah. Wenger would yeah, have never yeah. say that. You know what He I mean?
2: also told the people what we wanted and what, they, and what he got instead.
1: Boy, I wasn't R-Keta surprised that right
2: now, I think that's the same exactly. that was happening. Was and
1: and i and, the- and I can say that, I can say this to you know, And that's why men don't want to kill Wenger, because Wenger is sticking neck out for players. And if you are in that same sort although if he got a little spite mm-hmm. in him as well, he's seems very like, arrogant.
2: He think? I think he's very arrogant. That's the honest truth. He was he's like, he was, he was, he is very, very arrogant. He comes across very arrogant to me because how he, how he defends Xhaka in the red card circumstance, or like even direct another. I think it was the same Giancarlo. I remember how he behaved towards Nicholas Pepe, forgetting the red card when he did. And then somebody got sent off afterwards, and he was not, he didn't carry the same energy. I try to remember if it was the same, same, but again, he did not carry the same energy. So, those kind of things to me would affect a, 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 a dressing room. You have to if you can be, say, how petulant one person was, and it, it, you know, you, you, you you'd let down the team, et cetera. Another person do the same thing, ultimately, you should have the same energy. And that is, that is, those are things that I'm sure is going to affect the dressing room. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't say,
1: I, I think this because I think you got to be professional and that's how it's too right. Like you, you use a big mic and pay 80,000 a week and are you're you sulking because you don't get to play like, like You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. We could look at it that way and say, well, you, you, you come and bring them in the dressing room. But I mean, Jesus Lord, be a, be a professional, Right. Because you don't sign a contract, or some people just claim to have it, or that guarantee that the manager gonna make decisions, are like you gonna go by that? Right, and I feel compelled to talk about managers because like like personalities are funny, right? And, and there got a lot of things that's fall into gray area, uh, meaning that, you know, we don't know whether it was said or how it was said or how it was interpreted, right? So we just gotta make a lot of assumptions or we just gotta hear some, some article Claiming that this happened or that happened, but you don't really know for sure. Right? There's be a lot of speculation either way. What I can say is that he's remind me of Wenger when he talk about players, and I, I haven't heard any player come out and say anything about, about him outside of Gwenduzy. Outside of Guendouzi, I can't think anybody at the
2: top. He did yeah. a battle, but he said he didn't even get a chance, he didn't get a look in that he was not considered yeah. at all.
1: Yeah, but I mean it's fair. That's the little one, is it, it's very fair because you ain't not give your a chance. What do you buy your mouth for? What do you about your mouth for to send me on? All
0: right, guys, so to wrap up, mm-hmm. um uh, Marlon basically answered the question at the beginning of the, the episode. Um, should Conte well he's available if Arteta loses or don't pick up the, the, the seven points out of the possible nine for the next three games and Arsenal happen to fire him would you agree that signing Quante, if he should happen to accept the offer would be the right move for Arsenal. This is to you and this is a Tyron.
1: I think just you need to say the best available person if that's Quante, It should I get I can go back I can go back and say that if we look at the history of my club I don't think they're going to they're gonna let to sign here. They're going to let to sign somebody that at least got another, another 15, 20 years in coaching. That's what I think. But, I mean, if the man can't, if the man don't win the games and he don't win it in a way that's, that's ease the tensions between the fans and, and and the product being put out, then you got to get rid of it. That's, that's, just, that's just the reality of it. If you can't get any results, can't keep it uh, if Conte available and willing, we got to try somebody with experience. But I know a club enough to know that that probably ain't gonna happen.
2: And Tyra? the reason why I laugh when you say that they got to find the person that is the, the best, best available, available person, I, I laugh because everybody knows me. Do I am I am an Antonio Conte lover. I think Antonio Conte is probably the best coach whereas world. That's me personally, because I like Italy too. That's my okay. first love in football. And I personally believe that Antonio Conte is one of the best coaches that you could ever want, because proven track record, if you ever see teams playing the football and the ability to get players that don't even play certain positions to be effective in the positions like uh, Victor Moses, Nash Young, and those guys that, that, that won leagues and won uh, cups, that you may not necessarily consider to be the best of players and when you say best available I think that we should go for Antonio Conte right now if he said I want the Arsenal job, Arsenal should bend over backwards to bring Antonio Conte and that is me personally because I like Antonio Conte and I believe that he has the capability of bringing Arsenal success. That is with this, obviously, he's going to call, he's going to make demands of the board. I think like every room that has not given a successful coach like him what he wants, especially athletes deliver the success with what you gave him, are mad. Every single one. Ventures, Chelsea, every single one of them, uh, even Inter. So if Antonio Conte is available and wants the Arsenal job, give him it right now. 15 million a season seven, members of staff, and a donkey. Whatever you want, bring it <laughs> to your right now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and to conclude, um. I can quote my good friend Our Arteta is the right coach at the wrong time. Arsenal Wait. needs somebody to kick the players up the ass and light a fire under the players there because... They don't got no fight. They ain't got no fight. All right, so I just want to thank both of y'all you for your fantastic contributions. And I hope to have y'all back on the podcast again. Right, so that is a good night from me, Marlon, and Tyron. Thanks for listening.